my property richer Everybody love her We done came up I'm a sparking off unorthodox They don't feel the name but they say the music dope dope Everybody love her We done came up I'm a sparking off unorthodox On the regular Everybody, welcome to the video podcast with co-host James with Jake. Episode one twenty-five. We have a special guest here. Yeah, he's special. It's the. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Nick Gilfillan. Nick, how's it going, man? It's going great. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. So just to start it off. Yeah, I'll go fuck myself, right? What? I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah, hey everyone, it's J- everyone, it's Jake too. What's up? It's your other co-host. It's 2021. It's February. We're here to carry this year, carry this time for you. No football to talk about game-wise, but there is always stuff to talk about in the National Football League because it is the actual season. It is the off-season. Hello, guys. Thanks for the introduction. Yeah, nice seeing you too. Ridiculous. Hey, Jake. Happy Wednesday. How's it going, man? Yeah, it's going great, what dude. Show boost. God, man. What a start to the podcast. Um, happy Wednesday, two two seventeen twenty twenty one. Damn. Like I was saying, we have a special guest on here. Yeah, special. The Nick Gilfillan. Nick, yes. tell us about your life. When were you born? <laughs> uh, you know, Bay Area guy. Born in uh, ninety seven, Castro Valley. So tell Nothing us about your special. story. To, tell us about your story of basketball career. Uh, my basketball career. Yeah, when did it know, start? When did it end? Started playing in seventh grade, and it ended in seventh grade. Uh, false. Uh, I shot. Uh, grew in size to like six six. Played until senior year of high school. Then You're I, not six six, dude. Stop lying. I'm six six. You're six. Um, I've seen you. Then I started coaching after high school, and then uh, here I am. So there's a uh, a video has resurfaced uh, recently, oh, in which you got ragdolled. Uh, on the baseline. What are your thoughts on that video? There, I was a sophomore in high school, weighing about a buck fifty at six five. At that point, probably. So, uh, I mean, the dude I was going up against, I'm pretty sure he was a senior who was like my height at two thirty. So, you know, physics is going to do something to you. It was a learning experience, I would assume, for you. Oh yeah. And uh, foul was not called, by the way. <laughs> foul was not called. Well, you know, let's get into the podcast. Uh, let's start with the 49ers, like we always do. The Santa Clara 49ers, a.k.a. the San Francisco 49ers. Um, like Jake said, the Super Bowl had just ended. It's the real offseason now. And we're going to talk about odds first. And the 49ers currently have the seventh best odds to win the Super Bowl next year. Um, Jake, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's too low. I think we have the best odds because we're the best team in the NFL, um, obviously. We're going to go 23-0 next year. It's already done, um, even with Jimmy Garoppolo. But to be honest, though, I'm kind of I'm not shocked that they're high up, but it was kind of interesting to see after the season they had 
But that's because everyone was injured, basically. So if they get them all back, um, and you have a quarterback who's healthy, maybe a rookie quarterback, maybe Garoppolo's back, maybe Justin Fields, uh, maybe Trevor Lawrence. Who knows? Never knows. NFL. But I'm happy that there are seventh in odds. It feels good. Usually we're used to like 20th, but those last couple of years it's been high up. Yeah, you love to see it. Obviously, um, a lot of injuries uh, derailed this past season. Um, obviously, losing hope on the Revenge Tour, but it is what it is. Currently, um, Gelf is also a Bears fan. Gelf, yeah. how did the Bears fare uh, this season? Why don't you tell us about the Bears season? Well, you know, we're coming off a we're coming off a wild card playoff season. Uh, wasn't the greatest season. Could have uh, done a lot better in the offensive coordinator position. You know, we did the flip flop back and forth uh quarterback still an issue i don't know if we're getting carson wins i hope we don't get carson wins but hey we keep the same defense we'll be decent all our problems are basically set on offense right now what are your thoughts on matt Nagy still being the head coach for the chicago bears uh i like the son like i i liked him the last couple of years he's been here Right now, he's uh, he's he's got a thin line right now. He's got to do something this year to uh, make us fans believe in him again. Okay, okay. So I think the Bears are picking like in the near 20s. Um, you do have a huge free agent in Allen Robinson, that wide receiver, uh, one of your best offensive weapons. You did lose Tariq Cohen for this season. You still have Montgomery as your running back. Obviously, like you said, you have Mitchell Bisky. Um, quarterback is still up in the air. Nick Foles was injured last season. You guys replaced him with Mitch Trubisky again. Are you guys going? What are you What are you thinking? They're gonna pick. You think they trade up? You actually think they go for a quarterback this off season? Or are they actually gonna pick someone different in the first round? I mean, if if we do trade up, I'm hoping uh, we don't lose too much, as uh, Mr. Pace likes to do. He loves to which, trade away which draft we've picks. Seen before, which we've seen before. We've seen before. Right. But he loves trading away draft picks for uh, star players, as seen with Khalil Mack. But, you know, we really need a quarterback. I wouldn't mind losing a couple guys in order to get a quarterback. But you going to lose Khalil? I don't I don't want to lose Khalil, but we might have to lose Khalil. Yeah, he'll come to Niners Jimmy. on a probably a minimum contract, too. Um, he'll back yeah, up we'll give you JJ Watt. We'll give you Jimmy for Khalil straight up. Thoughts? Yeah. No, we'll give you um, – We'll re-sign Bethard, give you him and a 2028 seven-round pick for, uh, you know, Cleo Mack. Thoughts? I love it. Love it. <laughs> also, also, you can throw in, you know, the rights to Allen Robinson so we can contract and negotiate with them. Other than that, you know, I think it's a fair trade. I mean, we'll um, see it. I don't know about that one, but yeah. Nah, dude. Do you sorry. think, okay, for both of you guys, do you think the Niners or the Bears either have a shot for trading for Deshaun Watson this offseason? With Khalil Mack as a trade prop, yes. Yeah, well, I think they do that. No, but who knows? Jake. So your question is: Do the Niners have a shot at getting Deshaun Watson? Am I am I reading that correctly? Yes. Yes, they they do have a shot, but it might cost them Nick Bosa. Which we'll get into later, but will you give up 
Nick Bosa and three first-round picks and maybe a second for Deshaun Watson, uh, an elite quarterback? I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's no. worth it. Would you? Uh, I don't think I, I don't think you give up Nick Bosa. We've been searching for a guy who could set the edge for, I think, a while now on the 49er defense. And obviously, we've seen him as a rookie, how well he can play. And giving him up just like that. I mean, for obviously, I studied quarterback. But when you have a well enough defense and you can get a competent quarterback, I mean, like we have with Jimmy G, I mean, you can obviously see that they can win to the Super Bowl. But um, it's hard giving up that many first and a star player at defensive end. Yeah. I, in my opinion, I don't, I don't think it's worth it. Because basically, Bosa is basically worth two first-round picks. So, <laughs> it would be... If we're, only, if we're only giving up picks, sure, but I don't think... I, I don't think we... I, I don't think we give up Nick Bosa, and I don't think the front office of the 49ers gives up Nick Bosa. Now, I On the Bears' side, yeah, I think there's a possibility they can give up Khalil Mack to get Deshaun Watson. This is how much trouble they've had a quarterback for such a long time. I think it's really possible for them to do it. Roquan? But the... Oh, God. Uh, because I'm... Uh, to I be honest with you, I'm trading a middle linebacker for a star quarterback every day of the week. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think an edge is a lot more... It's more valuable. Relevant. It's more valuable in a, in a, on a team than a middle linebacker. Obviously... Like, I'm trading Fred Warner. A, good middle, a good middle linebacker is good to have. I mean, Roquan they, was... I think they're expendable. Or a like a star-studded player, yeah, that's for sure. Because I'm, tr- I'm, tr- if I'm the Niners, like if they're like, we want Warner, we'll give you Watson. Like, all right, here, here's Warner. It would suck, but in this draft though, it also depends how many picks you're giving up. But you could basically say Warner counts for two first rounders. It could be two first rounders and Warner for Watson, which they probably won't do because they need more. But you always trade a middle linebacker, and maybe even. So I think corners are more necessarily based on how the pass rush is. Because if you have a good pass rush, your corners look better. If you don't have a good pass rush, your corners are going to look bad. So I mean, I.e., when the Super Bowl, when the 49ers win the Super Bowl, in which yes. I mean, yeah, Richard Sherman, which is good, but I mean, Emmanuel Mosley, Akilah Witherspoon, on that other side, I mean, they were looking great. They were looking all pro. I mean, Akilah Witherspoon was looking great. Not for all pro, but I mean, Pro Bowl level. And then Emmanuel Mosley, you plug in, he was looking great, Pro Bowler as well. So. Uh, who do you think has the best odds to land Sean Watson? That's that's another question. Dolphins for me. I th- I think it's the Dolphins as well. Gulf, do you agree? Um, Dolphins, possibly Jets if they uh, trade enough away. For yeah, Jets a lot. It's it's just a huge. It's just a matter of fact that they have a lot higher picks in this in this draft, right? The yeah. Two and the three. So it's they can give up a lot. Obviously, the Niners have the twelfth pick. I mean, it's obviously a lot more enticing. To trade for for a second or a third pick in the first round rather than a twelfth or in the Bears' case in the mid twenties. Um, but yeah, Jake, I think earlier this week there was a Nick Wright tweet yes. on a fourteen trade regarding Deshaun Watson going to the Niners. What were your th- What are your thoughts on that trade? I think it's one of the most asinine things I've ever seen in my life, all because. It makes no sense. Why would the Niners agree to trade Bosa to the Seahawks? <laughs> like it was a three-team trade with the. I have it right here. I can read. I, let me read it out loud to you guys. Let me read it out loud to you guys. Nick Wright's blockbuster trade. 
four-team trade involving the Texans, the Jets, the Seahawks, and the Niners. Starting with the Texans, they would receive Sam Darnold, obviously from the Jets, three first-round picks, and a second-round pick. The Jets would receive Russell Wilson, and the Seahawks would receive Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Bosa, and two first-round picks, and the Niners would receive Deshaun Watson. There's just way too many moving parts on that. I don't see... I don't see every team agreeing to that. Yeah, I agree. I One, I don't agree. Four teams agreeing on that kind of trade. That's just way too hard of a trade. In the NFL, I, I mean, we've seen multiple team trades in the NBA happen. I feel like it's a lot. I just feel like it's just a lot easier for that to happen in the NBA. In the NFL, it's just so much harder um, to trade players like that. Uh, also, I agree with what Jake was saying, is that how could you just trade Deshaun Watson, uh, not Deshaun Watson, Nick Bosa, I mean, and Jimmy G, to the Seahawks, just like that. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. doesn't make a lot of sense. You don't really, not a lot of um, interdivision trades happen, and usually when it happens, it's it's not seen as a good move, and this would be a terrible move, in my opinion. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense on the Niners' standpoint. Even though they do get Watson, the trade Bosa to the Seahawks and a first rounder. And also for the Seahawks, it doesn't make sense. Why would you trade Russell Wilson for a lesser quarterback? Yeah, it just makes zero sense. Yeah. So I just I mean Yeah. I mean that's not I mean, do you have anything else I said the topic? I mean Deshaun Watson, obviously there's the GM has gone out saying that he he's he's staying that they're not gonna trade him, but obviously, you know, Deshaun Watson wants out. The Houston Texans poverty franchise. Yeah. Um, did you did you ask him for at least who we'll talk about next? See where he goes. He's the most recent guy to leave Houston. Um, Houston is not looking like a good place to go right now. Yeah, but yeah, agreed. Let's move on to the what? Agreed. Yeah. All right. Thank God. Gelf, anything on the Sean Watson? Hey, you could say that Houston's uh, freezing in the offseason right now. God, I hate you. Jesus, terrible fucking joke. God. Houston, we have a problem. Better. Better joke. I like Gills better than that one. Yeah, because you're... uh... Uh, JJ, what's in the Niners? He's a three-time defensive player of the year, five-time pro bowler, two-time sack leader, 101 career sacks. 172 tackles for loss and 25 forced fumbles. Obviously, it's a future Hall of Famer stat line right there. I think the odds came out already. I think I think the Browns actually have the highest odds in landing JJ Watt. Um, hmm. I think he's even gone out and I don't think he's gone out, but there are rumors swirling that uh, he is interested in going to the Browns and teaming up uh, with one of the best. Uh, Edge defenders in the league, and that's Miles Garrett. Where do you guys see JJ Watt landing? I'll go. I think he's going to go to. I the, my top three teams are this. In no particular order, but I'll put them in particular order after. The Bucks, Packers, Steelers. One to play with Tom Brady when try to win a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Green Bay because he's from there. And the Steelers because his brothers play there. That's my that's my predictions. But for the one, two, three, it'll be Bucks number one, 
Packers two, Steelers three. Hmm. 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 I don't know where I could see him going, honestly. I'm not. I don't see him going to the Steelers. Why not? I mean, his That's brother. Sure. Both his both his brothers play over there. I, I know. know. I can't. I can't see. You know what? You know what? You're banned from the episode. Get out. You disagree with me? <laughs> I no. can't. I can't see him going to play with his brothers, even though it sounds like a cool, cool story and all. I can't see it happening. Also, but, uh, like 50 million. I, I'll agree the with the Bucks. That's a that's a decent option. Um, I don't think the Chiefs can sign him. Uh, where else would he go? Who's a playoff or a Super Bowl contender? Bills, maybe. The Bills. Uh, obviously, Green Bay was already mentioned. I, I, I like that one. Um, Steelers, I like. I like that mention of the Bills. That's a good one too. Um, fuck, Cleveland wouldn't be bad either. I mean, God. Just imagine the J.J. Watt Bills Mafia jersey sales. That would absolute skyrocket. It would be the highest grossing jersey possibly in NFL history. Okay, I wouldn't say that one, but I mean, God, that would be insane. Um, I mean, they're all, they're de- their defense is pretty good as well. Um, obviously, everything swirls to the Niners. Probably not. I mean, it'd be great to have them here on a one-year deal. But there are other people I think would be rather signed than him, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, but what are your guys' thoughts on the Texans just releasing him? Uh, they do do they do they do save seventeen and a half million releasing a lot, but why didn't they trade him? I have two theories. One theory. They asked around the NFL. Nobody wanted him unless he wanted. Agreed, like a pay cut, and he's like, "If I'm no, I want to pick where I want to go, and try to make as much money as I can." Like he might say, "Like yeah, I'll I'll take a pay cut, but I want to pick where I want to go." That's my first theory. Second theory is the Texans just don't know what they're doing, and I think that's what it is, because if you're a rebuilding team and you're and you're gonna you know get rid of someone, you take whatever someone offers you, just anything. If they offer you a fifth round pick. You take it because you need that pick. You need capital to rebuild your rebuild your football team, and they don't have that many picks this year. They only have a third rounder. They they, they don't have picked to a third round. They don't have a first or a second. You need the you need to accumulate picks in order to see who in the draft you can find who is like worth less money, who can help your football team now and in the future as well. So you ha- you have to at least make a move. To get something back, you can't just outright release release them, unless they again, unless they you know ask teams around the NFL and teams said no, we're no longer to trade for him at his salary, and he's like okay, fine, just release me then. But if that's not the case, which I'm guessing the Texans who haven't had the greatest reputation this offseason didn't go through all those options and just said yeah, we'll release you. That's just bad. That's bad. That's just bad. It's like. I'm not really. I don't know stocks that much. You guys might know about it. No, might know stonks? more about it. Stocks, but it's like stocks. It's like a, it's like the stock any, market. I don't know. I don't know anything about stocks. I don't okay, know it's, it's like about. it's like the stock market. Let's say you have like a. You you buy a business like you buy like shares of a business and it's like it's steady. It's steady. And instead of selling it to get money, you just say yeah, you can have it. I don't need anything. That's what they basically just did here. I don't need money. You can just have the money I've earned here. I don't need it. You have to trade him and get something back. If it's a sixth round pick, who cares? 
it's harder to find talent in the sixth round, but in this NFL, it's been easier and easier to find talent later in drafts. And if you're a team that's rebuilding like the Texans are, you have to you have to take that offer and try to find. You won't be able to replace J.J. Watt, but you have to at least get something back in return for him. And maybe they get a comp pick. If, I'm not sure how that works. If you release him, I'm not sure if you get a comp a compensatory pick or not. I don't think that's the case. But you have to get something back. Do you guys do you guys see him ever retiring in this situation? No, no he's I, not done. No, nah, he has he has at least one more year. And if he goes to the Bucks and wins the Super Bowl, which probably will happen if he goes there, then I can see him retiring. But right now, I think he still wants to play. Um, he just wants to find the best situation for him. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think uh, he, he wants to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you obviously go to the best team who has those chances. I mean, the, the top three is Green Bay. In my opinion, it's, it's Green Bay, the Bucks, And, I mean, it's going to be hard, like you said, go f- for the Chiefs to sign up. But, I mean, if they can, you go to the Chiefs. I mean, those are the teams that um, I would think would take it. Not necessarily take a chance, but, you know, sign up to a one-year deal. So, a million-something guaranteed. Obviously, <laughs> it just really depends on does he really want to – does he want to get paid or does he want to win a Super Bowl? And I think he's made enough money over his career, which I'm not saying you're saying that he wants to get paid more, but and my, yeah, if yeah, I was yeah. him in this situation, I want to go to a team to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, you go to you go to a team that wants to, you, you, that you you not necessarily a lock, but you know is going to make it to the playoffs. You that you know is going to do it. So obviously, I mean, the, the Browns might have the favorite right now, but I mean, are, are they really going to you know take a jump from last year? I mean, they played great last year. They made it to the playoffs twenty years. Obviously, you have um, somewhat a good defense with Miles Garrett there at the edge. Uh, two somewhat solid corners in Denzel Ward, and then I forget the other ones they just drafted as well. And then Baker Mayfield actually playing pretty well, and they show up in the backfield. I mean, the, the Browns, yeah. Um, but again, I think they go to the Bucks. Obviously, they also have a lot of free agents they have to sign. Chris Dodwin's another one, Antonio Brown, um, Leonard Fournette. Guys, they want to re-up on offense on the defensive side. They still have to sign Shaquille Barrett. Um, Dominican Sue is another one. I mean, obviously, JJ Buck can uh, take that role if uh, Sue wants to go somewhere else. But yeah, it's really hard to say where JJ Buck can go. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, Jake, I definitely agree. The Texans are dumb. They should have gotten something back. I agree with Gil. I, I, I and then I, I'm not sure. I'm not, not agree, but I don't think I see him retiring in this instance. There's just no way. Well, let's move on. So there's a particular pro day that happened this off season already. Um, probably the biggest one that you know people are talking about the most, uh, and which was Trevor Lawrence's pro day. Uh, the 49ers were in attendance, uh, where he obviously impressed everyone. Um, he did have shoulder surgery uh, right after this. Uh, he obviously still throwed very very well. It was his left. And it was his left shoulder, not his yeah, throwing shoulder. It's not his throwing shoulder. Yeah, it's not his throwing shoulder. It's his left labrum. Um, obviously, we do have pick twelve. He's going number one. He's going to the Jags. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can assume pending Urban trades, My- pending trades, unless pending Urban Meyer, yeah. pending Urban Meyer picking Justin Fields instead, which is a thing to look out for. Now, do I think I, it's going to happen? No, but it could happen. Probably not. It's Urban Meyer. But it could happen if Josh Fields if, hey, if Josh Fields gets arrested in the next couple of months, Justin, he's going Justin, number one. Josh who? If Josh, Josh Rosen? If no, wait, what's his name? If Justin Fields gets arrested in the next couple of months, Urban Meyer's like, "Yep, sorry, Lawrence, we're going with the arrested guy." What? If 
Fields gets arrested in any time up to, to the draft, he's going number one because Urban Meyer likes criminals. Loves, well, right, right, right. He, yeah, <laughs> he had a serial killer, and he's like, yeah, well, what can you do? <laughs> it's still unbelievable, that team. Um, you know, over 40 people from that team have been arrested. The Pouncey Twins? Uh, Percy Harvin. Also retired. Percy Harvin, Percy Harvin famously Harvin. got in a fight with one of his Seahawks teammates and got knocked out. What a team, though, huh? What a team. I mean, they won They won a championship, so... They won a championship, 2008. Tim Tebow to the rescue. God. Uh, but, yeah, obviously we can only dream. There's just no way. Uh, what the 49ers? Uh, Solomon Thomas back with the Niners. Jake, what are your thoughts? I would on a... Like a minimum. Like, maybe like an incentive-laced contract. Like, one year... 1.5 million, but could get up to five if he like hits these certain marks. Gilf, what are your thoughts on Solomon Thomas? Great player. I'm not too familiar with him. I'm not a Niners fan. If you're not so. familiar with him, dude. What are you talking about, dude? I mean, Mr. I'm familiar Trubisky with was, him. Mr. Biscay was picked right after him. You know, it's funny. The Niners are like, yeah, we're gonna draft Trubisky. Wink, wink. And the Bears are like, oh shit, they're gonna draft him. Give him everything. <laughs> Don't remind me of that day, please. Meanwhile, we lost. We meanwhile. lost even more for that. So. Meanwhile, well, Deshaun I mean, Watson. Shit, we didn't gain anything, really. Uh, I mean, who else did we draft in that draft? No, we did get Drake Greenlaw out of that pick. No, we, we got Fred Warner out of that pick because they traded back and they got a third rounder and got, got Fred Warner. Warner so we kind of won that yes. deal. Um, but yeah, uh, the 49ers had already some huge re-signings uh, this offseason. <laughs> they, they signed <laughs> fan favorite, long snapper, Tabor Pepper back to the squad, goaded. Also uh, reassigned safety. He's really Kai good. Nakua. Peppers is really good. Like he's Peppers is Pepper is good. Pepper is good. Yeah. He's solid. Um, but Kai, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously for the depth. Um, the Kwaski Tart is a free agent. I think he's going to the Jets. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think uh, yeah, there, there's an attraction there, obviously with Robert Sala, specifically with the free agents on the defensive side for the 49ers. Um, yeah, multiple. That can go to the Jets. Obviously, that would Sherman. help. Uh, Richard, I quit on the up. team. Sherman. Sherman can go there. Yeah, I mean, why not? They have a lot of... They can do it. Uh, another huge... There's an extension as well. This is a massive extension the 49ers did. They extended Josh Rosen. Hmm. What are your guys' thoughts on Josh Rosen? Start off with Gelf here. Gelf, what are your thoughts on Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen. Uh, I'm going to go go ahead and give him. He's a great backup quarterback. Great. Um, hey, he's a decent. Decent? Okay. He's a C-minus grade backup Whoa, great quarterback. great to decent to C-minus backup quarterback. Whoa. Yeah, you're right. You, you convinced me, Jake. He's not good. Uh, <laughs> good luck with him. You know, we have Nick Foles as our backup as of now. Fuck you, man. Pending, pending trade. Super Bowl MVP, but... You know, it's nothing to jump out of your seat for having Josh Rosen as a re-sign. You know what my reaction was? Exactly. <laughs> that was my reaction. We heard we re-signed Josh Rosen. <laughs> I expect nothing out of him. And if he plays, we're fucked. We're screwed. Yeah, if Josh Rosen's over. playing this next season, obviously there's a lot of things that can help. It's fucking February, all right? We're going to have football till fucking September. But, if Josh Rosen sees the field once, If Josh Rosen's playing next season, we it's are over. completely fucked. Yep. Season's over. 
right, I got one more question. Uh, obviously, the 49ers have a lot of free agents. Uh, Trent Williams being one of the guys. Uh, Jason Ferret, another being another guy. Obviously, uh, Richard Sherman and Jake Harris already said that uh, he will not be back with the team. Thank God. Um, uh, one guy in particular, obviously, um, he dealt with a lot of injuries this past season, but he did show up in kind of some games, and that is Jordan Reed, uh, tight end. Should the 49ers resign him? No. Here's why. You can draft the guy for cheaper. And also, Jordan Reed annoys me. So, bye. It's Charlie Warner season, B. Come on. He's not... Let me be honest. Reed is not the level of my hatred that I have for McKinnon. That bum. But it's pretty damn close. Actually, no, it's not close. McKinnon's like Mount Rushmore, and this is like the Mount Diablo. This is Jordan Reed. I'm open. I'm open. What the hell? Complains. Gets the ball thrown on him. Drops. Well, maybe that's why I don't throw you the ball, huh? I'd rather take Zach Ertz, to be honest. We know how much of a fan you are of him. That's Swood is not a fan of him. No, Swood loves Zach Ertz. What are you talking about? That's his favorite player, by the way. <laughs> Always liked him. That is Swood's favorite player. All right. Well, I mean, that's it for any 49er talk. Anything else to add, Jake? No. Gil, if you have anything else to add about um, the Bears in particular? Bears, I mean, pray for us in your dreams when, before you go to bed. Hopefully we find a quarterback. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, let's talk about the Warriors. All Something that we all have in common. Um, the Warriors are currently 15-3, uh, and three, currently the eighth seed in the NBA right now. I think they are 5-11 and 11 against teams who are above 500. Not a good look. And 10-2. And Not a good look. And 10-2 and against teams below. 10-2 against teams below. Um, they do have a stretch of games coming up soon against teams who are below Shoot. the 500 mark. Let me actually look at their schedule right now. I think they're playing the Heat tonight. Uh, they are below 500. Is... Jimmy Butler back? I don't know, actually. Actually, let me let me take a look. Um, the, the Heat are better than what the record says. To be fair, yeah, they had a bunch of people with COVID and sick. I'm looking at right now. I think he's he's. It doesn't say he's out or day to day, but Avery Bradley's out. Uh, Gordon Dragic is out. Miles Leonard is out uh, for season for Miami, obviously. And then James Wiseman will be looked at today. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, he'll be looked at tomorrow. Looney's still out. Um. They are playing on ESPN today, guys. Oh. Uh, but let's look at their upcoming schedule. They play the Heat. They play the Magic. They play the Hornets. They play the Knicks. The Pacers, the Hornets again. And on the end February against the Lakers. One, two, three, four, five, six. I- I'm pretty sure those are all six winnable games in a row. For the Warriors, what are your guys' thoughts? Starting uh, with Miami tonight. Starting with Miami tonight. I see us going three and three or four and two. Jesus fuck. Who do we lose to? Uh, I think we lose to the Heat tonight. And it's just we're gonna have a random night where Steph has, yeah, you know, thirty, and then Wiggins, our second like second leading scorer, has like fifteen, and then we just have zero bench production. We'll just have one of those nights. Well, we'll just lose a game because it's just it's just clockwork at this point. It's, Warriors basketball is 
fun. It's, uh, it's a little weird. It's fun, dude. What are you talking about? I love watching them play every day. I mean, it is after the Heat. They are playing at home, but then it is four straight away games: Magic Hornets, Knicks, Pacers, and then back home at a Hornets, and then and then uh, going all the way down uh, to LA to play the Lakers. Um, I think I agree with the four and two. Uh, I think it's a winnable game tonight, uh, but I think we fall off to a team that's like not as good as they think. I see us losing to the um, Knicks. Maybe to the, I was about to say the Knicks. In one of the Hornets games. And one of the Hornets games, uh, depending on how Lamella Ball plays. Um, I just kind of excited to see him play against the Warriors and see how he can do. But yeah. Steph better. Steph's better. Steph it's, better. It's that simple. Yep. That I mean, the simple. dude's on track to possibly go 50, 45, 90. Which is incredible stat line. Absolutely. Um, the fact he's not in an MVP discussion on major sites like ESPN and SportsCenter is just fucking incredible to me. It's crazy. Yeah, they have. I think uh, Embiid is one of the leaders. I haven't seen him do anything this season. Yeah, it was like Jokic, Embiid, and LeBron were like the top three, and Steph's over here. Steph, putting up Steph putting up numbers career numbers. Uh, career numbers aside from his unanimous MVP, yet right now he's not getting any recognition. Sounds like uh, uh sounds like it. Sounds about right. I mean, granted we're not fifteen games over you know, second place right now, but still it's it's like what are we doing here? I agree. I agree. Jake? Yeah. I don't really care what ESPN says anymore, to be honest. But I do think if – let's say the Warriors – how many games? There's 72 games this season. Yes. Let's say they finished in the in the five seed. I think he's going to be MVP. But also I think the record really? is the reason why he's not in the conversation right now. But he should be. He's one of the – he's the best player I've seen. He's the best Warriors – he's the best Warrior player I've ever seen. And he's been the reason why they're 15-13 and 13 this year. Yeah, he's obviously been playing really, really well. You know who else has been playing really, really well? Brad Wanamaker. Bang a ring. He's been playing really, really well. Jake, talk about Brad Wanamaker. Yep, Brad want to kill myself anytime he plays on the floor. Um, yeah, he's been great this season. Really has done a lot to be on the roster. Um, he should go learn Turkish, so he can go to Turkey and play there. Maybe buy a nice little condo in Beskitas. Beskitas? I don't know how you pronounce it, but he should go to um, Turkey and learn how to... You know, live there because he's awful. And call up Jeremy Lin. Gilf? Uh, yeah, Wanamaker is uh, rough. Rough to watch play. I think he needs to uh, take a step back, go play for the Santa Cruz Warriors for a couple games. Uh, I think Kemp Bazemore needs a little bit more play time. This guy has phenomenal numbers when he's in, but doesn't get playing time for some reason. You know, Ubre started to figure it out, kind of fizzled out again, but he's doing what he's doing now, and it's okay. It's not it's not amazing, but it's okay. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, Ubre was playing like dog shit to start the season, um, shooting I think in December alone um, below twenty percent, like field goal, like field goal wise. Yeah, not three, not three point wise. I mean, obviously he was fucking abysmal. I mean, he was shooting. At one point, what, one for 29, one for 25? 
Yeah. Two for 30. Um, it's disgusting. Uh, but he's obviously starting to figure it out. Hitting the corner threes like he should be. Um, he's not Clay Thompson, obviously. No. But, I mean, he, he brings the explosiveness off of offensive uh, boards, um, fast breaks when he's smart. Um, we've seen at times already um, Steph being frustrated, Draymond being frustrated when he just clogs up the gaps. Um, when he should just be setting screens. Steph can set a better screen than Kelly Oubre. I think we can all agree on that. Um, but yeah, Jake, what are your thoughts on Kelly Oubre this season so far? I think he's been, he's been playing better recently. Um, he's been disappointing, though, I'm not going to lie. But he has picked it up. Um, he does have those games once in a while. Area off, he has does have those games every so often where he just shoots really badly. But he plays. He's been playing better. He's been playing really good defense this season. Um, he's athletic, so he does have a role in the team. I'm starting to warm up a little bit to him. Um, I I despised him uh, basically his whole entire year except for the past couple weeks, and now all my energy is to Brad Wanamaker. Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on Wiggins Island? so far he's pretty good dude it's phenomenal he's gonna be a great trade piece in the future yeah i i don't I, see us keeping him long term um you think keeping him this entire season and then obviously in the offseason next year if we him? if we get out of the playoff picture i think we trade him now if we get out of the playoff picture now if, if, this yeah this season if we get out of the playoff picture by game what 50 or so i th- i think we trade him Interesting. Interesting. You think for a player in particular, or just for another pick? Um, I don't really see a player that late in the season on a decent team that anyone would trade away. So, I mean, we're looking at bottom of the barrel players or bottom of the barrel teams that are trading good players at that point. I mean, I can't see like, let's say the Heat want to trade Tyler Hero. It's like that's never going to happen if they're than the like fifth seed in the east yeah, but bottom 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 barrel, bottom barrel teams players. with decent players is like what we're after with andrew wiggins one being bradley beal bradley beal's ideal jake yeah bradley beal's pretty good he might have a future in this league um but i do like wiggins i, I hope we keep him because i think he's gonna be you know his shooting hasn't been great recently but he's a lockdown defender apparently now He's been great in that role, so I like him. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pretty mixed. Um, let's talk about another Warriors player later on. I, I like him I'm, a lot more than Ubre, that's for sure. Yeah, Wiggins for sure. Obviously, the, it's astonishing, and Sweet can attest to this how his mid range game is unreal. I didn't think it was going to be that good, but his oh, mid game is it's, it's crazy good. Um. I kind of like him as a wing player. Obviously, a hundred. I mean, we won. We won. Uh, we won an NBA final with Harrison Barnes. I think he's a lot. Way, he's a way better Harrison Barnes. It's a better two-way player than Harrison. Yeah, Barnes, yeah, for sure. definitely a way better two-way player. Obviously, he can score. He he can go to the basket. He can shoot the three. And like we've been already saying, his defense is phenomenal. Um, especially especially guarding some of the best players in the league, holding them to. The tough shots and them not making it. I mean, he's playing like 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 we, like we all agreed agreed on, really, 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 really well. Uh, a trade piece. Um, I don't agree with trading him if we don't make the playoff picture. I think we keep him this rest of the season. Uh, I think it would be in the off season is when we would trade him if we do indeed want to trade. 
uh, Wiggins. Obviously, we hate to see him not even get to play with Clay Thompson, um, a guy we've, uh, we're obviously missing right now. I think it would be great to see all four of those guys play, including Wiseman, at least for a season to see how they can do. Uh, those five players, I mean, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Wiggins, Draymond Green, and then James Wiseman at the five spot. Um, but, I mean, it's a league in which players can be moved easily and in which players are moved to get better players, even with picks. Um, another good thing for us, though, for the Warriors is that the Minnesota Timberwolves are ass, and we should be getting a top three pick in the NBA. Hopefully. Draft. No, we don't want a top Hopefully. three pick. We want number four. We want a top five. We want a top four or five pick. We want five to four, because if it goes in the three, we don't get it, and we get it next year. But that draft isn't as good as this year's on the link. This draft is way better. This is good. We're going to get the guy from Gonzaga. Jalen Suggs or some shit. Yeah, hopefully we get or the, Jonathan or, or the Or the half-black, half-Filipino guy. You guys know who I'm talking about? Nope. Fuck, what's his name? Jalen Green? Is it Jalen Green? It's Jalen Green. That's the guy you, you said his name. No, that's Jalen Suggs. Too many fucking Jalens. Unless I get the first name wrong, but I know Swid knows what I'm talking about, but obviously he's not on the podcast right now. I want Jonathan Kamunga. Kuminja. Who the fuck is that guy? He's a 6'8", shooting guard, small forward combo. Who can dribble the ball and dunk like a mo- like a monster and is great defensively? And he plays on the G League Ignite team, which played the, against the Warriors uh, G League team. And he looked incredible. And he's 18 you know years that, old. You know where the Ignite play? Walnut Creek. They play at Walnut Creek in the ultimate field house where I just intern. Yeah. It's kind of lit. Um, JTA, is he the new Andre Iguodala? You mean Wandre Toscano Anderson? Yes, he is. Oh my god! And he's cheaper. <laughs> oh I feel like Jake was god. waiting to Wandre Toscano Anderson. So yeah, he's Jesus good. Christ. He's a two-way player, so they need to sign him. We just cut Brad Wanamaker or Brad Want to Kill Myself and get him off the roster and sign him to. Oh, no, fully... it's Brad Wanamaker Bangerang, dude. Come on. Whatever. He's ass. Hometown player, great. But the Warriors, like I said, like you just said, need to move pieces to keep the gossip together. I mean, two-way player. I mean, he shouldn't be playing really, really well. Um, he should be on the roster as of right now. Uh, the Warriors, 15-3. They currently hold the AC. They are playing the Miami Heat tonight, and they go on a long road trip, um, then back at home, and then play the Lakers to end February on the 28th. Let's talk about the Sharks. The Sharks are ass. Anything to add? Nope. Nope. We, uh, I have something to add, though. We do have a first-round pick this year, so lose as much as we can so we get top pick. God, the fuck hey, they're already doing that part. They're doing that fucking part. Well, let's move on. Um, this is going to be a lot, Gil. Uh, starting with Jake. Jake, why don't you take it off from here? Starting with the San Francisco Giants. Yes, the Giants. I did wanted to, I wanted to do my own episode on this, but, you know, we're a... Uh, we're a compromisable podcast, so hold we're going to do on, it here. Let me say something real quick. Let me say something real quick. Baseball! Baseball! Yeah, base, pitchers and catchers baseball. report today. Giants, um, last year in 2020, we'll go over from last year a little bit as well. They finished 29-31, third place in NL West. They missed the playoffs by one game, which, all things considered, was a great year. No Buster Posey. They were predicted to win 15 out of 60 games last season. They missed the playoffs 15? by 15? Yep. They were predicted to be really bad. We saw some breakout players last year. Some Mike 
Mike Kostremski is a superstar. He's one of the best players in baseball. Um, Brandon Bell and Crawford have bounced back seasons. They both batted, I think Belt batted over 300 for the first time in his career, and Crawford batted like 280. So that's good for him. Uh, they got Main area product. They got timely contributions by Wilmer Flores, who led the team in home runs. Uh, Donovan Solano, who won the Silver Slugger for second baseman. Um, they are still old, but they do have their prospects coming up, and we'll do that on their episode where I list my top ten prospects, which I love doing every year, and I usually always write about them too. Like last year, I said I don't want to call up Joey Bart yet because I think he's going to be rushing him. I think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be that good. And they call him up, and guess what happened? He wasn't good, and they rushed him. So I was right. Other than that, though. So where is he now? Is he going to be on the uh, team, or is he going to be back? Is he going to be back down? He's still high up. I'll give you a sneak peek right now. He's in the top four. Easily. And if you say top four, like, wow, that must mean he's not that good. The Giants' prospects are really good. They have a lot of good prospects, led by the number one prospect, which I won't tell you now. You have to listen to it later. Um, but they have a ton of young talent coming up in the pipeline. After this season, they have basically one guy signed under contract. Because um, all the people, because I think Quayle's a free agent, Buster Posey's a free agent, Crawford, Belt, free agents. Um, you know, Cueto's a free agent. Gosman's a free he said agent. That already. Yeah, he said that already. Oh, so yeah, they have a lot of players who are free agents. So, and there's a lot. There's going to be a really good uh, free agent class next season, and I think they're going to get at least a couple of great, great players. The guy I want a lot is Corey Seager, and maybe Freddie Freeman as well if he leaves the Braves, um, because you know the Giants are like, hey, we have a ton of money to spend. Here, we'll give you 250 million each. I'm like, oh, sweet. So I'll be happy about that. All I need for this season, we'll go back to last year. It was a rousing success. I expected none of that last year. I just want to see some prospects show up, but they were in it to the last game of the season, which I was happy. Even though it ended disappointingly, getting to that point was great progress in the first year under Kapler. Anxiety's been great as his job, so I'm happy about that. But now, moving on to 2021, and I think this is a pretty big year for the Giants. Now, they're in a great division with the Dodgers and Padres, as we all know. Dodgers are pretty good. They won the World Series last year. Padres are really good as well. They got Yu Darvish, uh, Blake Snell in their starting rotation. They have, an, I think, Dinosin Lamette, Mackenzie Gore. They have some other prospects coming up as well. They have Fernando Tatis. They have Tatis Jr., right? Yep, Tatis Jr. They have, you know, Eric Hosmer. Gilf, um, what are your thoughts on the Padres? Uh, Padres? Uh... One of my favorite teams in baseball. Like, just fun to watch. Bandwagon. Tatis, Tatis brings this spark. That Bandwagon. Anyways. Everyone wants to watch. Slam Diego. Slam Diego was incredible to watch for those couple of games where, you know. Sorry to steal away from the Thunder, Jake. You look a little pissed off. but My head hurts. Slam I have a headache. Diego. I have a headache. Fun team to watch, and they're good for baseball. I have a pretty bad headache really, right now. I, I just gotta, you know, oh my god, holy voice crack! I just gotta, you know, keep people involved, you know, during this fucking podcast. You know? My he- my head hurts a lot, really bad right Why? now. Why? Because I, because I interrupted you? No, I just I just I'm having a headache. Anyways, and you drink some water here. That's the Padres talk. <laughs> holy Padres, man. Speaking of drinking water, um, as James is doing right now, and I did a couple seconds ago too. A big key this season is staying hydrated and not getting any soft tissue injuries like a pulled hamstring. Or cramps, you know what I'm saying? So that's a big thing with the Giants. Um, 2020 was a great year. 2021 is a big season as well. I expect them to be over 500. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs because the division's too good. But they get the over 500, 
have all this cap space, not not cap space, have all this money to, to spend. The top prospects are going to be closer to the big leagues. This team's going to be really good in a couple, in, I think by 2022, 2023. I think he's going to hit their stride in 2023, um, which would be a long rebuild, but, you know, it is what it is. They have to do it because their last regime sucked. But they did add a lot of depth and talent this offseason. Yeah, they have Buster Posey, come, Buster Posey coming back after missing last season. Who's their catcher? Reyes Moranto is one of their really good relievers. Those like 98. He's coming back as well from missing the 2020 season. They signed former A and Angel and Cub um, Tommy Lastella to a three-year deal. He plays you know second, third, first. It's a decent player. Also, that three-year deal. Yeah, fuck you. That three-year deal, the longest deal Zaidi's ever given underneath the, as a Giants uh, president. The longest Ooh. one. Tommy Lestella, that was the longest deal Farhan Zaidi has given a player in his time as a Giants. Um, he gets stranded in a year and a half. I doubt that a lot, and I disagree wholeheartedly. But he is really good. He does not strike out at all. He struck out 12 times last season, which is very, which is basically nothing. He walks yeah, a lot. Um, he's a good. He's okay defensively, but he's good offensively. Um, good he's power. better than you, though. True. They did that. They also signed Alex Wood to a one-year deal pitcher. You're um, not striking him out. I'm just going to say that right now. No, I'm not. You're Alex not Wood, me out either. I'm striking you out five times. No, you're not. Alex Wood, no, one-year deal. Uh, Anthony Discalfani, who's a pitcher as well, future, former Red, uh, he got signed to a one-year deal. Fun fact, the Giants in their starting rotation have, I think, four former Reds. Alex Wood. Anthony Discofani, Johnny Cueto, and Kevin Gosman. All so do you know Reds. the history behind the Cincinnati Reds name? No. Oh, I thought you would. That's why I asked. No. Anyway, they signed those guys. They also signed Jake McGee, a pitcher, to a two-year deal. Fun fact, this was the first ever multi-year deal for a pitcher given out in the Zaudi era. So they're making moves now. They're signing people to you know longer term contracts. Uh, Biggie's gonna be their closer basically. He throws a hundred. He's fast as hell. Um, he's I really thought baseball off season takes a really long time. Why is it speeding up all of a sudden? Well, it hasn't. It's spring training started, and usually these signings get done in like early December. But the Giants are finding talent basically the day before spring training started. Who are going to be very good uh, major league players for them? So it is still slow. Um, I don't think there's any big free agent that's still available right now. Um, I don't think there's any like big name player out there. Because remember, Bryce Harper didn't sign until I believe what, like two weeks during two weeks in the spring training or something like that. Um, so it it is slow, but it's not as slow this year as it was last year. Um, and there has been a lot of teams. There hasn't been a lot of teams like spending a lot of money. But the Giants have signed the most major league players to contracts this offseason. They've spent a lot of money. Not a lot of money, but they spent some money in doing that. Um, but, you know, they've been making good moves there. So they signed Jake McGee to a two-year deal, former Dodger. They signed Matt Weisler, a pitcher, to a one-year deal, another bullpen guy. Nick Trapano, who was a starter bullpen guy as well, has an elite slider. Signed him to a minor league deal with an invitation to spring training yesterday. And yesterday as well, they signed Aaron Sanchez to a pitcher. For a one-year deal, worth four to five, four million, that can go up to six point five million due to the incentives. Those ninety-eight can be like a setup guy, closer maybe, or a fifth starter as well. Uh, he has a lot of talent. Just injuries have hurt him in his career. 
The Giants have a lot of you know pitchers they can use as well. Um, they acquired in a trade Lamonte Wade Jr. from the Twins for Sean Anderson. He plays first base in all the outfield spots. Uh, they they um, acquired Carson Ragsdale for uh, trading Sam Amaracious Coonrod. Uh, they got rid of him, and I'm glad he's gone because he fucked the Giants out of the playoffs. He did. Yeah, they did, he actually did fuck you guys out of the playoffs. He doesn't blow like that bad. save. We're in the playoffs. We probably lose, but we're in the playoffs. But it is what it is. Uh, we also signed Kurt Casali, who's a catcher, backup catcher, to a one-year deal. Played for the Reds as well. There's a Red connection here. Um, so he did that. Did 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 Daniel Nunez? They got De- him in a Rule De- Five Daniel? pick. Uh, so he has to make the roster. He gets sent back to the team he got claimed from. Um, they signed Silvino Bracco, who was a pitcher as well. Another another pitcher. They like these pitchers. Bullpen guy. Uh, who pitched a lot for the Diamondbacks a couple years ago? He'd probably be a like a Triple A piece. They also signed Jason Vossler from the Padres. He plays second, short, and third. He's a right. I think he's a right-hander, right-handed bat. They signed him to a major league deal, so he's on the forty-man roster. But he doesn't have to make the team. They can put him that. He has options in the minors. He can do that. He's gonna, he should be pretty good. I think he played. I don't think he played for the Reds, but I think the Reds' ex-hitting coach is now on the Giants. Has dealt with him in the past uh he should be he hit 20 home runs in his last three years in you know triple a just wasn't able to make that mark to the big leagues because they have he was basically blocked in san diego so the giants signed him he should play a role in the roster at some point during the season and they also they re-signed kevin gosman to the biggest deal that they've ever given uh, to, the, to the biggest deal that zaidi's ever given out which was an 18 million dollar deal over one year and you're saying yeah that's a lot of money for kevin gosman but they have a, they have a lot of money to spend it was a qualifying offer. He was really good last year. He could be a he could be a really good starter. He was really good. He struck out a lot of players last struck out a lot of batters last year. He's a really good player, really good pitcher who can start and if you need him, he can close as well. They have a lot of these guys who can start and close, which is not rare, but it's rare to have like four of these guys. You know, they have they have Gosman, they have um Caleb Barger, they have the other guy who they signed, Aaron Sanchez, who can do that as well. Um, so they've made a lot of moves to pitching wise and bullpen wise. Not a lot to the batting, to the batting uh, people or to the offense, but their offense is ranked in the top ten in about every major category last season in baseball, which is which was shocking, which was great. So the offense should be fine. Pitching needed a lot of help. They got a lot of pitching help. Made three adds to the rotation, a bunch of adds to the bullpen. I think this team's going to be really good. Um, really good, I mean, by like 84 and 78 is what I think is going to be, which this is going to be fine. That's a fine record. They did lose some people. They lost uh, Drew Smiley to the Braves, uh, the Racist to the Phillies, Anderson to the Twins, uh, Farmhand Chris Shaw to the Orioles, Jordan Humphreys, who they got in a trade for Billy Hamilton. He went to Cleveland. Aramis Garcia was claimed off waivers to the Rangers, who was then traded to the A's. And... Garcia is a good defender who has a lot of power. Uh, strikes out a lot, but he has a ton of power in his bat, which is good. Um, they also, basically, the only big loss here was Smiley, who, um, you know. Went he to, missed one. Oh, yeah. Keck W to the Twins. Um, and <laughs> the only big loss here was Drew Smiley, who went to the Braves. He was really good last year, but, you know, it happens. But they made some good eyes at rotation. They did that. Um, so great job of added talent this offseason, I believe. 
Uh, they do have four prospects in the top 100 in baseball. This is no particular Can I order. guess who they are? Can I guess who they are? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, one being Hewlett Ramos. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how you knew that one. What about Hunter Bishop? Is that another one? Hmm. Joey Bart, obviously being one. I already named that guy. Oh, God. Who's his last one? Marco Luciano, right? Wow, I'm shocked you got all of those right. Not like you Holy saw it beforehand. Shit. But four prospects in the top 100 on MLB.com. They had five in another ranking, which had Gregory Santos added to that, who throws 102 miles an hour as a reliever. No, he doesn't. You're lying. He's, been He's clock- not going to strike me out. He's, he's been clocked at 102 miles an hour. He throws like 98 to 100 as a reliever. He is a starter too, but they're going to have him relieve because he's only 20 years old. He's big as shit. He's like 6'5", like 275. But that was from um, – they got him in the trade for – funny enough, when they traded um, with Eduardo Nunez to the Red Sox in 2018, they got, Shan- they got Sean Anderson and – Gregory Santos as a throw-in, and he's been he's going to be one of their top prospects soon. So that's pretty good for the Giants there. Um, the Giants have the ninth-ranked farm system in baseball. Huge improvements during the Zaidi era. When he was hired, they were 26th in baseball, and they went to nine in two years. So they've moved up 17 spots in two seasons. Marco Luciano is the best prospect the Giants have had in a long time. Um, we'll see where he's ranked, though. Uh, he may be... Might be surprised where he's ranked. We don't know yet, but he's gonna be. I think, you know, I, think I know where he's ranked. He's gonna be the Fernando Tatis, uh, Juan Soto of the Giants, and I think he's gonna be even better than those two because Marco Luciano is gonna be a superstar. He's gonna be from day one. I expect him to be one of the best players in baseball whenever he gets called up. He's that good. Uh, his ceiling is like 330, 35-40 home runs, 110, 100 to 110 RBIs. Good defender, but he's incredible off on offense. There is some risk with him because anyone, he's only 19 years old, or yeah, he's 19 years old, so you never know what can happen if he gets up in, you know, up in the development leagues. But he looks like to be he looks like to be a superstar, so that's good for the Giants. He's the crown jewel of the system, but they have a lot of other players around him who are going to be really good as well, and this farm system is really good. So that's the. All right, why don't you why don't you talk about uh, the starting possible starting lineup? Yeah, so this is the starting lineup. I didn't put him in like a batting order per se, but at first base we have at third base. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do this. Uh, catcher Buster Posey, first base Brandon Belt, second base would be Tommy Lastella, third Evan Longoria, fourth would be uh, Brandon Crawford. He'll be at shortstop. Um, then they have Mike Krzyzewski in right field, Mauricio Dubon in center. Uh, they also want him to play a couple of positions in the infield as well, just to have versatility, so he can do that. Uh, but again, Buster Posey a catcher. Uh, then Alex Dickerson in left field on the bench. I think Kirk Casale is gonna be the backup catcher. Donovan Solano, who won the Silver Slugger, he can play. They're gonna do a lot of mix and matching due to right-handers and left-handers. There's a there's like a left-hander going up. They might sit Crawford and put Solano at short, or move to Solano to short and have Solano play second, so he can be lefty-righty and do it like that. Um, Darren Ruff would be a first-base outfielder. Wilmer Flores, same thing as I said with. Um, Crawford and uh, Solano, uh, Flores. If there's a right-hander, I mean, if there's a left-hander pitching, he may be back. He may be playing first base, but will have the day off. Um, or if they want to get, you know, Estella a day off, they put him at second base or third base as well. More first and second. Then Austin Slater will be the center field 
plays every position in the center, in the outfield, center left, right, and he might do the same thing as Dubon. If there's a if he's if, he, if there's like a righty going, he has reverse splits against him. He might start in center field while Dubon sits on the bench or something like that. So that'd be the bench there. Uh, starting rotation, this is in order. It will be Kevin Gosman, Johnny Cueto, Anthony Descafani, Alex Wood, and Aaron Sanchez as the fifth starter. Uh, in the bullpen, Caleb Barger, Yarlan Garcia, Juani Peralta, Matt Whistler, Reyes Maranta, Tyler Rogers, Nick Trapano, and Jake McGee will be the and Jake closer. Jake McGee, right? Yeah, he'll be I the thought, closer right? there. That's the, that's the one um, right. So I think this team's going to be. I'm just hoping for a winning record, and they do that. I think this team's going to be really good in the next couple of years. So I'm, I'm excited for the season. Most excited I've been for a season in a long time. <sighs> Baseball! I'm, I'm tired of Baseball. talking. That's enough talking. All right, for me. well, enough of talk about the Giants. Fuck the Giants. Yeah, let's go talk about the team that's too poor to afford anyone. Yeah. Dave Cavill, a.k.a. Gavin Cavill. Because just like Gavin Newsom, Dave Cavill comes up short when it matters most. All right, that was funny, actually. Well, Gelf, uh, this is where you take over for the A's when you start it off. All right, A's. Uh, A couple new signings, you know, nothing major. We got Sergio Romo uh, off the Giants, of course. Ex-Giants, yep. Ex-Giant. A's have a fetish for signing over the hill Giants because they can't do anything else with Giants do, too. Um... With me. The Giants have never signed over there. You know, Tommy Lestella, I don't want to hear it, okay? He's good. You guys also signed A's players. It's yeah, a quick call across the Here's the difference, apparently. though, Gilf. Here's the difference. The Giants signed the good ones. The A's signed the shit ones. Sergio Romo? Sergio Romo wasn't shit. He's not as good as he was Petite? anymore. Petite? Yeah, yeah, he's... Romo is not World Series Romo. We understand that. Like, he's Petite. not... He's not there anymore. Fun fact. I mean, he... He, he helped you guys win the uh, World Series. Fun fact, Yusmir Petit almost drew a perfect game. You kind of look like him too, actually, Jake. And we love that. All right, A's, nice. A's acquired uh, Elvis Andrus in the Chris Davis trade. Uh, Which you shocked know, me. He had, he had a rough last season fighting some injuries, batted 190. We don't love that really, but uh, hopefully he can fill that gap and play some solid shortstop for us. You know, the A's aren't, aren't known to have – the best hitters in baseball, but um, getting rid of Chris Davis. I mean, he's he's had a sh- shaky last season. Season before that, he was on the decline. Fun fact, but uh, for three straight years, he batted two forty seven. I did not know that. Three Thanks. straight years. Yep, two forty seven each time. Um, a signed Jed Lowry for the third time in his career. <laughs> he, just, he just loves coming back for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, we signed Diolis Guerra. Who? Yeah, couldn't tell you. Didn't even know we signed him. Kyle McCann, nothing Who? to write home about. Cody Thomas off the Dodgers. Uh. You know, kind of fell asleep when I read this trade accusation. Accusation? Uh, you mean acquisition? Acquisition. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Um, starting lineup for the A's. Uh, center field, Ramon Laureano. Solid, one of the best arms in baseball. Hands down, one of the best center fielders in baseball. Hitting wise, he's a little work. He's a great leadoff guy, though. Second base, it's either Jed Lowry or Tony Kemp right now. Uh, Jed Lowry, another injured season last year, had a rough one. Tony Kemp, not the best hitter, decent second baseman. 
Uh, Matt Chapman, everyone Future knows who Matt Chapman is. Future Giant, one of the best, one of the one of the best third <laughs> basemen in all baseball. If not, he's, he's if not Giant, probably going to be a Yankee in baseball. I mean, Farland Zaidi did draft or did help draft Matt Chapman and Matt Olson. So Future Giants, who knows? Uh, I don't see it. Matt Olson holding it down at first base, Gold Glove winner. Gold, go uh, Stephen Piscotty in right field, most likely. Sean Murphy behind the dish. Mark Canna is most likely going to be our DH unless they move him out to left field or something like that. Uh, Elvis Andrews, obviously a shortstop. Left field, we got Chad Pinder, Seth Brown. Uh, Seth Brown had a great first season with the A's and then kind of didn't play last year. Starting pitchers, I mean, we got Jesus back, Mr. Luzardo. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he has a better season. Yeah. Um, he had a, he had a shaky postseason. No PEDs, huh? Yeah, no PEDs. Uh, Shamanaya coming back, looking good as ever. We re-signed Mike Fires to a one-year deal yesterday. Uh, you mean we're the, some good, the we're snitch? Some the snitch? What'd you say? The snitch. Okay. Well, yeah. he did. You know what's funny, though? He's like, I don't have a problem with this. He leaves the team. I have an issue with it now. Well, he didn't have a chance. <laughs> he never probably won a World Series. <laughs> you try, and you know, he's, also, he's not okay. great off the field either. Mike Fires, you bum. All right. Well, the A's are projected uh, to go 80 and 82 this season. You know, three years in a row now, we've we've defied the odds. You know, we had two straight seasons. Defied the odds in the regular season. Let's yep. go. In the regular season, we're great at doing that. You know, 97 win seasons, two years in a row in 2018, 2019. And then with the shortened season last year, we even uh, – Went like 34 wins and 24 losses or something like that. But uh, I'm excited for Ace Baseball. We had some good signings. Baseball. Our bullpen. Our bullpen's, uh, it's good. You know, it's, it's not amazing. Good. It's not Dodger level status, but we have some good, good out collectors. Hopefully we can <laughs> hit the ball. Out uh, collectors. <laughs> out collectors. Okay. We're collecting outs and we're getting on base. The Billy Beanway. Um, but yeah, A's, it's going to be another A season. If we make the playoffs, we can only dream. If, uh, we don't make the playoffs, we just, we just blame the, uh, front office for not spending money. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for the A's. Shit franchise, but good baseball team. Fuck you. What do you think their friend? You think their ownership is good? No, they're dog shit. Yeah, that's what I said. I said their ownership is bad. Baseball team, great not players. bad. Great players, great players, love them. Especially Matt Chapman, goaded. Future job. Well, for those who don't know, we did post on our Instagram for you guys to ask us questions. Yeah, we got a lot of answers. We got a lot of questions from you fucks. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of questions. From you. Yeah. Hey, don't don't hurt your hand. Hey, I I do want to talk about this first one because it's actually very important. Don't hurt your hands next time when you type in that question, huh? I do want to. I want all of us to talk about this question. Thoughts on the Dubs keeping Wiseman? Yes or no? Is he is he going to be a trade piece? Good question. Um. First of all, I want to thank Yasmin for asking this question, and the next question as well. Hmm. Also, Alejandro asked us some questions too, but he asked when was Mexico going to win the Super Bowl, which is impossible because Mexico doesn't have a football team. <laughs> oh, Alejandro asked that? Yep. 
I think I. What else? What else did he ask? Ask. 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 I didn't. I didn't see these questions. Let me see. You know what? We'll 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 add if I can find them. I should have them on here, but. So yeah, when will, when is Mexico gonna win the Super Bowl? Then he had another question too. I need to find if my fucking app would update. Like Jesus Christ. When will the Niners win a Super Bowl? Oh yeah, so when will the Niners win the Super Bowl? Obviously next year, Alejandro. Oh, when will Mexico win a Super Bowl? Um, Pending. Don't worry. They might win. A, they might win a World Series soon when the A's move to Mexico. Because Gavin Cavill can't get anything done. Alright, alright. Back to my question. Back to the question. Back to yes. the question. Do the dubs keep wise? No, Gelf, I'll let you go first. Dubs keeping wise men. Um, <laughs> for now, yes. In two years, no. Wow. Way to hedge your bet. How about you pick a side and stick to it? I in in one or two years, I think the Warriors trade them. For who? I don't. I don't know right now. What? What say? Could this? be anyone. Let's say Nikola Jokic is available for some odd reason. Um. Or Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. Yeah, that's just you're just thinking out of your ass. Uh, no. No, I mean that's that's quite possible. If you package Wiggins and Wiseman and for Justin Embiid and a, a first rounder right now. Before the season started, I think that's a good package. Yeah, yeah but I mean, why? Why the would Minnesota, do that? The now? Minnesota pick specifically. Yeah, like I think like a team like. Here's my here's my answer. If they don't trade him this year, they're not going to trade him, because they don't have Clay this season. Bradley Beal, who seemingly could be available, but hasn't been made available yet. Uh, the, the Warriors have the best pro Warriors have the best uh, like, offer to get that done. But if they, if they don't trade him this year for you know help to try to go and help you know if Curry and Thompson coming back and Green try to you know in enlarge that championship window and try to figure think about now instead of the future, I can see him doing that. But I think they're gonna keep him because I think he's I think in a couple years. Um, He's not great right now, but you see the talent he has and the abilities he has. That he's going to be a really good player. He's blocking he's a, shots. Um, his mid range doesn't seem to be that pretty good. Forty percent from Obviously three. Responsive, and then he can shoot the three. Yeah, he can shoot the three. He's ball. the modern day big man. He can shoot threes. Yes. He can you know make passes. He can dribble the ball. He's not like fluid dribbling wise, but he's not bad at it. Like he's he has the talent for it. He has a ton of talent. He's just he's young. He's 18, 18 yeah. or nineteen years old. Played only he's three young, games gets, in college. He, he's young. He gets in foul trouble. I mean, what do you expect from a rookie center, right? He's not, like you said, he's nineteen years old. Yeah, like he just doesn't. You know, he's going to be good in a couple years, but that's my answer there. He's highly capable. Highly capable. Um, I don't think that I don't think the Warriors are going to trade him. Obviously, I may have a pickle there on what they could do. I don't think they trade him. I think the Warriors are, have been looking for a big. It's just so hard because there's just so many good bigs in the NBA that you could trade Wiseman and the pick for if a team was looking to move on to a different person or a different way. But I think the only person I'd trade that 
Wiseman for and pick in another player is is Joel Embiid, which I don't think the Sixers are going to trade away. There's just no way. Everyone's nodding in agreement. Let's move on to our second question. Also sent in by Yasmin Bob, so he shouts out. Prediction for next year's Super Bowl. Gilf, why don't you go first? Bills. Packers. Pending, pending no Rodgers mishaps or injuries. Um, I think the Bills are set to make a play, uh, Super Bowl appearance in the next coming years. It's It's bound to happen. Their team's great. The team looks amazing. Um, Packers are going to be there until Aaron Rodgers retires. Um, Either a step before or there. Will they win? I don't know. But uh, I I like the Bills almost as a lock for Super Bowl next year. Um, I think think they have a really good chance. Yeah. Over the Chiefs. I do like Josh Allen has... Josh Allen's good. It was great. Um, he he's good. Um, aside oh. from him fumbling the ball, cannon arm runs like a big like hands. An idiot. When he runs like this and gets flipped over, holding the ball, he shouldn't do that. You pray for his concussion. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Stephon Diggs has helped him a lot. Yeah. Stephon Diggs good. Uh, John Brown, if he doesn't get injured, good. Um, Cole Beasley, good. He played on a fucking broken leg. Uh, during the playoff game, good. Um, and if they get JJ Watt, hey, yeah, if they get JJ Watt, hey, uh, I think I said this uh, on past podcast. Aside from Josh Allen running the ball, they need to find someone else who can run the ball, uh, or at least give the ball to Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. I think that's one of the biggest problems. I think in the half in one of the playoff games, they ran the ball once, and the rest were all passes. Um, obviously, it's a pass-heavy league nowadays, but in the playoffs, you need to be able to run the ball. Uh, in my opinion, you need to, uh, to win games. Obviously, you saw it in the Super Bowl and where Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, running all over the Chiefs defense. Obviously, you still have capable uh, thrower in Josh Allen and on Stephon Diggs. Um, but they seem to find... It doesn't have to be someone star-studded running back. Um, it could be a guy who just can carry the ball four yards every single time. So, I like them. I like that Bills pick. Rodgers, obviously, still needs a lot of help. He doesn't. Uh, he can throw it to whoever. Alan Lazard is good. I mean, uh, Marcus Valdez, Scanling is good. They can get open. They are also fast. Obviously, you have Devontae Adams there. You have a uh, pending free agent, uh, Robert Tunyon, who caught like 12 touchdown passes last year. Uh, their offense is high-powered. Obviously, we've seen, um, what's the running back's name, aside from Aaron Jones, who's also a free agent. Um, the guy from Boston College, the guy, the guy who they just drafted. This up. Anyone, anyone, Jake? I know you know who this is. AJ Dillon. Yes, it's fucking AJ Dillon. Um, I think they part ways. Go with uh. Jamal Williams, I think if he's not a free agent, I'm not entirely sure. But Aaron Jones will be probably uh, the guy. Kick W. 
Um, we will see. Uh, for me, I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be the 49ers against the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are going to make it three straight years uh, in a row. Omega Low XD, huh? Um, I don't think we get a quarterback this offseason. If they do, they're going to sit behind Jimmy G for the season unless something happens or there needs to be a quarterback change. Um, yeah, 49ers Chiefs. Jake, what about you? I'm going to go with a rematch. Bucks, Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the best team in football still. They do need some help on the offensive line. Bucks are going to be great because Brady, I'm never dying. I'm never doubting Brady ever again. Didn't have down him this year, and I was right about my prediction. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs, Bucks, and next year's Super Bowl. I think the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl again because I think they're going to sign J.J. Watt, re-sign the key people they need to re-sign, and they're going to be right back at it next year. Imagine. <laughs> All right. Um... Imagine having under one. <laughs> Anything else after the podcast, both of you guys? Uh, no. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, you're welcome. Hopefully, we can have this again. Thank you for listening to the BA Podcast, Jacob's James, with Jake's special guest, Nick Gilfin. Jesus, Nick Gilfin, six, uh, six two in height. Episode one twenty five. Follow us on Instagram at the Bay Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Bay underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on the SoundCloud app. Also follow us on Spotify. And subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. So we gain the system. Low trickle information industry for the past three years and over, what, 10, 11 days by now? Uh, so we get to talk to our podcast worldwide. We both take to talk to our podcast sports for recreation. But as you know, and we know, we should be the Stars of Bay Podcast. So get us to talk to our podcast worldwide. You do that, you can have five. That's how. That's all I have to add for today's episode, James. You were in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. Was that English? Uh, you said that so fast. You were in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. Imagine losing thirty-five nothing in Madden <laughs> and getting and dying to a Christmas inside a building. <laughs> episode over. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>